Hi, everyone. Hi. We're back. Thank you for praying for our team retreat we had for the past two weekends. We had the 30 plus ATR and then the 20s. And so Joanna and I were there for both of them in beautiful San Diego, but it's nice to be back here in New Jersey. Yes, we feel spiritually replenished. All right, so today we're picking up in Galatians 4. So, Apostle Paul has been talking about how the Galatians are going back to the law and talking about how at the end of chapter 3, Jesus redeemed them from the curse of the law because no one can、uh, be saved through obedience to the law. And then here, it's a very similar kind of imagery, but here he talks about how the law is like this guardian. But when Jesus came, Uh, verse 4 When the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. And so the idea here is that because of what Jesus had done, we are no longer enslaved to our former way of trying to gain righteousness through the law. In verse 3, the way that he expresses it is that we were enslaved to the elementary principles of the world. And then in verse 8, when you did not know God, you were enslaved to those that by nature are not God's. So, what are those elementary principles? I think that it includes for the Jews obedience to the law. And then for the Galatians,、uh, who were Gentiles, it was all of their pagan religions. And you know, for those religions, you do a bunch of things to appease the deity and get something、uh, from those gods. He says, You were enslaved to those that by nature are not gods. So, that's what the gospel freed them from. That's what the gospel frees us from that quest to be righteous or that quest to earn God's favor. And instead, we receive adoption as sons. So I like the contrast in verse 9, where it says, Now that you have come to know God, or rather to be known by God. So I think, in contrast to those other religious approaches to God,、um, in the gospel,、uh, we actually have a personal relationship with God that we are adopted as his sons and daughters. And we know God, we know who he is, we've come to know his love through who Jesus is and through the cross. And he has come to know us. We have been known by God, he knows us. All of our sin, all of our shame. He redeemed us from the curse of the law that we couldn't keep. And so now we have this kind of relationship with Him. And so that's what should characterize Christian life. And so Apostle Paul is saying in verse 9 How can you turn back again to the weak and worthless elementary principles of the world, whose slaves you want to be once more? You observe days and months and seasons and years. Even in Christian life, there is a tendency to turn back to those elementary principles. That we forget who we are in the gospel and we turn back to our old ways. We turn Christian life into a set of rules and principles to follow and days and months and you know, do X, Y, and Z. And that's how we relate to God. And so I think Apostle Paul's warning to the Galatians applies to us also not to turn Christian life into that sort of effortful pursuit. I thought about the whole section in verses 12 through 20, where Apostle Paul personally appeals to the Galatians to help them see、uh, how far they have strayed from the gospel that they received. And he does this by a personal appeal. He talks about how when they first became Christian and he came to them, they were so loving. It says, verse 13, you know it's because of a bodily ailment. That I preached the gospel to you at first, and though my condition was a child to you, did not scorn or despise me, but received me as an angel of God, as Christ Jesus. What then has become of your blessedness? And so it seems that Apostle Paul 
had some kind of ailment and the guess is it was some kind of injury or some kind of disease in his eyes because um, eyes are mentioned in uh, verse 15 and he was cared for by the Galatians and he used that as an opportunity to share the gospel to them and they received it and in verse 15 it says they experienced blessedness and in other words joy gratitude for the gospel and in turn they showed much care and love towards Apostle Paul the one who brought them the gospel and Apostle Paul saying look how far you've come you know that's what was appropriate you know, when you received the gospel to express that kind of love and care and also towards him, the one who brought in the gospel. But then because of them falling, being led astray and all of a sudden wanting to advance in Christianity through the observance of Jewish laws, verse 16 it says, have I then become your enemy by telling you the truth? And this is a, just a check for them, you know, because they have strayed far from the truth, their affections and their care and their sense of love towards Apostle Paul has completely changed and they see him as an enemy. For us, have we gone astray from our first love, the love and the joy and also the warmth towards the people of God that we had when we first became Christian? I think if that seems like a distant memory or it's very different now, that's a sign that we've been veering from the gospel. I think also in uh, these verses, we see Apostle Paul's heart for the Galatians and just the heart of a minister. Verse 19, my little children for whom I am again in the anguish of childbirth until Christ is formed in you. I wish I could be present with you now and change my tone for I am perplexed about you. So you just really get a sense of Apostle Paul's heart for the Galatians, how he is bewildered, um, how he is so anguished and burdened for them because they are turning from the gospel that he preached that they received from him personally, they saw it lived out, and, and yet it is not strong in them yet. They're being um, shaken by these false teachers. And so he is in the anguish of childbirth until Christ is formed in them. And so I think that is just the heart of ministry, really, because we proclaim the gospel and someone may respond to it. But for the gospel really to take hold in someone's heart, it, it's not easy. It takes time. It takes a lot of ongoing preaching and, and ministry to that person. And until that happens, we feel that sense of anguish and burden for them because we really want to see Christ formed in them. So I think that it is just a picture of the kind of heart that people have for us, as well as the heart that we should have towards those that we're ministering to. Thank you.